Good morning and welcome to Arconomics, our weekly look at market moving events. I'm joined today by Sheldon MacDonald, our Deputy CIO, and by Mayank Markande, Senior Investment Manager at Architas here in London. Um, Mayank, if we could start with you. The key thing that seemed to happen in the markets this week was inversion of the US yield curve. I wonder if you could give us your thoughts on that. Sure. So the yield curve last week inverted momentarily, in fact. So that was the yield difference between the 10-year and the 2-year. When that becomes negative, that means the 10-year longer dated debt is yielding less than the short dated 2-year. That's called an inversion. In fact, when you look at the last couple of months back, we already have seen inversion when you look at the 10-year versus the 3-month. And the market finds inversion either as a 3-10-year as well as a 2-year 10-year. But yes, clearly it was a big moment. It was a headline-grabbing moment for the markets. Uh, what that means, historically at least, uh, it means that it signals a forward-looking recession. But there's a big lead-lag relationship. So on average, the lead-lag is around 17 months. So a year and a half forward, you typically see a reaction on the first signs of a yield curve inversion. So it's a telling, it's a kind of indicator, but it's not predictor as such, it's a possible indicator of recession. Sure, yeah, it's one indicator and it's forward-looking. I would say, you know, one thing that's different from this time versus history is that we're in a different place. So whenever it's happened, typically, uh, historically, you've seen the short rate or the real rate being a lot higher, let's say 4 to 5%, whereas today we're near the zero down. So the monetary conditions are a lot more accommodative today than they have been in the past, and we've seen this. Additionally, the economic data, especially in the US, whilst weaker than it was a year or two ago, is still okay. So it doesn't, you know, necessarily is as you say it's not a predictor and doesn't mean a recession is imminent in the short term but is one of the indicators uh, that we need to look at and crucially this time we're in a rate cutting environment in the u.s we are clearly not only in the u.s around the world not only rate cutting i would say an expansionary environment from a quantitative easing interview so that should be supportive and hopefully extend the cycle this time around Okay, and so, Sheldon, if you could think how this has impacted on the equity markets over the last week. Well, let's stay with the bond markets for a second. Clearly, the narrative there is still that the expectation ahead is for a weaker economy. We saw German data come out last week, just starting to show the impacts of weaker trade a weaker trade environment. Obviously, last week, the other story was the on-again, off-again tariffs, uh, tweets by Donald Trump posing and then cancelling, partially cancelling at least, some tariffs. For the first time, we're starting to see the managers uh, that we speak to talking about companies that they've invested in being affected by this, not directly by the tariffs themselves, but almost a second-order effect where companies are holding back on their spending and their growth plans because they simply don't know what the environment's going to look like going forward. And this is starting to impact companies, starting to impact their growth. And so we have been seeing weaker environment for stocks in the last couple of weeks. could get some support, it seems, in Germany from fiscal incentives, but certainly the ECB, Mayank, are making very supportive noises. They are, and you know it's pretty much well flagged from the last meeting that the ECB is going to introduce additional liquidity into the banking system in Europe, so they will do further quantitative easing. Additionally, they're likely to cut the deposit rate even further from the current negative levels. Uh, the only thing I would say is that that is priced into the markets, so the markets are expecting to be very supportive. So are they going to see a big surprise when it eventually happens? Maybe or maybe not. You know, In the past, when we've seen such events happening, especially with relation to the Federal Reserve, which have been extremely well flagged. The market has still responded positively to when, when they've made the cut. So, you know, we might see that same reaction, at least in the very short term. Although it might be difficult for the central banks to over-deliver at this moment. Yeah, I think the hurdle is high. 
especially as it relates to Europe. And in Europe, in the past, when they've conducted such operations, it hasn't really helped the real economy. So it'd be interesting to see how the market reacts to this one. And Sheldon, this week coming up, we have central banks speaking in uh, yes, Jackson uh, Hole. Yes, the, the, uh, the focus this week is on the annual Jackson Hole Symposium. This is a meeting of um, central bankers and finance ministers from around the world, usually wrapped up by the, the US central bank, US Fed chairman. So we will see some indications from Powell, hopefully an indication of what they're thinking on the US side and maybe some insight into their actions going forward. Thank you both very much. Thank you very much.